0: all right hello everybody it is tracy page here with a brand new podcast and guess what it doesn't have a name um i was (laughs) i thought i had a name and when i went on um something told me on the way here like go on apple Podcasts and just let's just make sure that that's not actually a thing and actually it's a thing several times over
1: how about this name hmm but what about you
0: but what about you Tentatively, but what about you? All right, and let's just hope that that's not on um, Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud as a name already, right? And guys, I, I, I've been wanting to start this podcast for quite some time now. Um, I just keep coming across people with amazing stories, amazing conversations, just about things that random, but things that I know a good ho- a good number of people will be interested in, and. I thought it would be most befitting to start with a a story of my own, well, half my story. Um, Guys, I have with me a special guest. Every week I will have a special guest with me. And this week it's Diane Lawrence. And Diane and I, um, I would say that we're new friends, but actually we're new family. I met her on Ancestry.com is where we met, right?
1: Yeah, that's
0: right. And um, I don't know how long, were you you were on a... um, a journey i think for some time to find your father or information about Do your I father explain it? Sure cuz that's that's how we that's how we met our her father is my grandfather's brother
1: Okay right? so so the way it worked is uh just in a nutshell my mother had me out of wedlock she mm-hmm. had an affair with a man out of wedlock Mm -hmm. he left i never met him when i was about eight she told me his name duke page he Mm -hmm. was a musician i couldn't find anything about him i kind of forgot it years and years went by and then my brother said you gotta find him Mm -hmm. and uh and i was i tried and he gave me some suggestions i was like whatever and then he says well try ancestry and he was really on it so i tried ancestry.com and what they do on ancestry is anybody else who tries it and has your dna strain you will be notified right this is your seventh cousin this is your eighth cousin Mm -hmm. well tracy popped up at first i didn't notice then another friend i was another relative i was talking to said look at his last name Mm -hmm. and it was page my dad's name was my mother told me his name was duke page and then tracy showed up tracy page but he spelt it differently. Yes. <laughs> he spelled it P-A-I-G-E, and it went right over my head because mm-hmm. I was looking for P-A-G-E. Mm-hmm. So suddenly I was like, oh, my goodness, this is amazing. And I called, I emailed Tracy or, you know, contacted yeah. him and said, Tracy, I don't know. This could be a little much, uh, you know, it might be too much information for you. But, and I told him the story, and I said, if you know anybody, anything about it, or if you have any information for me, and you feel confident to share it with me or comfortable please do and i didn't hear back from him and you're going to tell the part about getting that email Mm -hmm. and i didn't hear back from him and then suddenly i said oh yeah uncle duke here's his picture and i had a picture (laughs) of my father right there somebody i'd been like you know wanting to know about for 60 some odd years
0: and it was is, it was so easy for me to obtain the picture i didn't even think about how much it might mean to you and uh, we were actually at a party i was at a family party with um my aunt sylvia who you're staying with and uh my aunt pam and lauren we were all just getting together just we do that all the time on a friday and i was like hey this lady says that she's um uncle duke i said do you have an uncle duke yeah we got an uncle duke who is she just she says she's his daughter and so um and i was like yeah and i, I remember um a while ago, especially like in college, I got very into just knowing more about my family and things like that. And so I actually found a picture of him and I was like, who is this extremely tall man? Like it looked like he could have been in the circus. He was so tall. And, um, they told me that that was him. I didn't remember the name for when they told me, cause I was like back in 2007, but I said, I wonder if this is him. And so I know knew where to go to find the picture. Uh-huh. And I showed my aunt Pam. She says, yeah, that's him. Go ahead. Send it. And like it was literally that's that's our conversation. That was how we said just send it. I was like, Okay And it's like oh my god I was like gosh, she's so excited. Look, she sending me gift images and like, she's, so like, she's so excited, I was like, Oh my gosh and then um they were like, Well, who is she? What does she look like? And when we saw you, that's when we definitely knew like there was no doubt. As we told you, you look like one of our cousins. I think oh, yeah. and um like you met Fatha yesterday, you look like her and like you look like so many different there's a thing. There's a page away. Yes. There's a page away.
1: Yes, and and I look like my father. I mm. look like him. I mean when I then your dad sent me pictures of him mm-hmm. and I saw those pictures and I was like He has that's all the pictures. Like me. You mm-hmm. know, like that I could see my face in his and I put it on my Facebook, of course. Everybody was excited. Everybody's like, Oh yeah, that's your dad. So it was very it was profound because when you are in a situation like mine, and many kids are, they don't know who their dad is, yeah. or they just know a little story. That person is a ghost in your life. They're, yeah. you know, they're in your system, but they're a ghost. They're an unknown. And it's, you can't ignore it. You can, well, you can ignore it, but it doesn't go away. Right. So to actually be lucky enough to find the person and find out who they are and find out about them, mm-hmm. suddenly that ghost becomes an outline. And then you ask more questions and it starts to get colored in. And then coming here to meet you all, Mm -hmm. going to the house that he lived in, now he's a 3D person, you know, he's a very real person. And Mm -hmm. when I was at the house, we went to, uh, well, first of all, I want to say, I started to connect with the family members. Now, all my aunts and uncles and Dutrell are dead, Mm -hmm. but I found out I had... 30 cousins. Now, I grew up in my family. My mother was uh, an immigrant from the war, Mm -hmm. and she was disconnected from her family during the war and never saw them again except for her brother. So I didn't grow up with aunts and uncles, and then she married my stepfather. She didn't get along with his relatives, so I didn't grow up with cousins and aunts and uncles and family getting together and doing stuff. We were kind of isolated family, and, uh, and it wasn't a huggy family. There was a lot of conflict in the family. So... For me to go from really, ha- and I didn't, you know, my brother and my sister, we, you know, are di- di- estranged, mm-hmm. except for another brother that showed up, and oh, wow. I love him, and that's another story, but in the last six years, he showed up, mm-hmm. uh, was given up at adoption. He yeah. and I are very tight now, and and so, uh, you know, so to, to not just have 30 30- cousins suddenly <laughs> mm-hmm. but to be welcomed this family is extraordinary you know uh there uh there is so much affection and openness and willingness to to just embrace in this family that i've never seen before and i've seen lovely families mm-hmm. and and i've seen some good families that share this but they're smaller families for everybody to negotiate, thirty other people, and not have anybody fighting with each other and being mad yeah. at each other, for them to like be able to, you know, and everybody's different. They're at all different levels of, but everybody is so accepting and loving, and this family embraced me so quickly. And and I think one of the reasons is because I, I don't know, I just fit in you know yeah. the way i was <laughs> sylvia i mean we just are talking a mile a minute yeah and my energy fits in mm-hmm. and so, it was right
0: your family i mean it's, it's a perfect fit i mean it's a, like i don't for us that's that's all i've ever known us to be yeah is how we are different. and it's always a million of us and yeah. so i think maybe early on we just realized that if positive energy keeps everything going you yeah. know just keeps it going up low to keep everything um but that's how we are and we welcome like you say 30 cousins and yeah. then we have like our play cousins yeah. and then we have yeah. uh their family like we welcome everybody it's always like a big deal when,
1: and so for me it's like and it's like a new planet yeah but I have to say that, you know, because I came from such a difficult family, mm-hmm. it was hard for me to connect with people. I didn't, I, it was, a, I was like a puppy who hadn't been trained mm-hmm. on how to socialize. And I had to work hard on myself through spiritual practice, through therapy, mm-hmm. through 12-step programs. I had mm-hmm. to really work hard at getting over the effect of my difficult family. You know, the, 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 because that shapes kids a certain way. Absolutely. If you grow up in crisis and chaos it's going to shape you and and you're going to grow up dealing with the world like you had to deal with this crazy family and the world's not that crazy about people like you you know that it's difficult for you to get by it's difficult for you to move forward and i knew if i was going to do anything in my life i was going to have to work on myself Mm -hmm. well here's an interesting point (laughs) so your cousin uh, cousin Karen, yes. my cousin Karen, who's yes. a historian. Yes. How lucky am. I? I mean, I'm lucky on so many levels with his family, but she took me around, mm-hmm. and we went to to see the pay because we have history. Our yeah. great grandfather was the first black legislate uh, delegate to mm-hmm. the Virginia legislature. He yeah. was a lawyer. He was one of the first lawyers, and his clients and were Warford. black and, and white. white. Mm-hmm. He was well respected. And this city is filled with uh, the remnants of his existence here. He's mm-hmm. He started, he had a, a cemetery that's, yep. he started a church. And then his, now he came from a white father mm-hmm. and a mulatto mother, which was not unusual. And so we, we're going back, I'm interested, like, who are those people? Yeah. And it goes right back to the Rosewell Foundation, a Rosewell plantation, which was, uh, built by man page mm-hmm. and man Page is like our great 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 grandfather
0: and you stopped i believe you stopped by there on the I, way we,
1: i stopped by there on the way and i sat there yeah. on that plantation by myself you know it was quiet and beautiful and i sat there and i imagined people there what was it like when there were people moving around this space and yeah. going in and out of the house? And I, I got to tell you, all I felt was sadness. Mm-hmm. Because here was a small group of white people being serviced by uh, like 10% white people, 90% black, black people. Mm-hmm. This was a community where 90% of that community serviced the 10 people against their will. Yeah. And... And how that little group of white people—well, it was the times—and I understand all that. Yeah. But on a heart level, how could you not be sensitive to that? All that suffering, all that sadness that was going on around you—that's what I felt when I was there. And I found out later that, you know, uh, in the in those days, it was illegal for black people to get together in groups of more than three or four. And so, when somebody died, they couldn't do a proper burial and mourning Mm. so what they would do was they would take the body deep into the they would at night they would go deep into the forest with the body and the and the people there and they would go deep in the forest where they couldn't be heard and they would have their services and bury so the woman who runs the estate said or you know who oversees the estate at the visitor center she said so all around that area there are bodies buried unmarked bodies buried Mm. you know of these slaves and So she said, so there's a lot of rumors about ghosts here. Yeah. You know, and I I swear that's what I was feeling. I was feeling that sadness, that unresolved sadness. And I said prayers for everybody, Mm. even the white people, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, so that, but that is our heritage. But here's the interesting thing. So in town, there's a place called... Uh, the Page House, which is now a bed and breakfast. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, put together by one of the pages, the White Pages, you know, when they were. And we went in and they have a coat of arms. The Page family has a coat of arms. And, uh, and it's, uh, it looks like there's a, a knight's helmet, which means there's probably some history where our ancestors were knights. Mm. And, uh, and they have a, a saying, a, a, you know, a, a Latin saying, So Karen and I Googled it, looked it up, and I couldn't believe what it said. The saying was, know thyself. Mm -hmm. And it means the unexamined life is not worth living. Mm. And I've lived an examined life. Yeah, and so many of the people that I've met in this family are very spiritual and mm-hmm. very self aware, you know, and self responsible, and mm-hmm. and this is our motto from our history. I was just blown away. It wasn't like we shall conquer or yeah. only the strong survive. I've never heard
0: that. Yeah, I've I've known that Aunt Karen is like the historian of the family, but I'm like I didn't know until like yesterday. Honestly, just listening to the uh, the two of you when I came. Um, how much information she has! Oh, I was shocked, I know. like, right of like census records and like she just, is on like, it. Wow, wow! And, and
1: the thing I wanted to find out when I was here—not just to hear stories from anybody who knew my dad, right—but I wanted to get together with her and go through the family tree. Now I've figured out a lot of the family tree; it's not that hard, and I've got a lot of information. But I wanted to know about past. Uh, 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 RGL Page the first the one who was the delegate and the lawyer mm-hmm. and sort of like the patriarch of the family we know now but who was behind him who were the like right. where did he come from and so she had found like he had a mother named Catherine and that's all we knew about she I want to say
0: you sent me a picture of her is that what you have a picture no, of not her no okay. we don't
1: have a picture of her this is okay. like, like this is before the 1800s oh okay so his mother was Catherine well what she figured out is his mother was the mulatto, probably owned by uh, the, uh, the one of the pages. Um, mm-hmm. His name escapes me. Marshall Page or uh, 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 Randolph Mar- Marshall Page or some, Lucius mm-hmm. uh, Randolph Lucius Page, I think his name is. And so, uh, so while she's going through her papers, while I'm visiting her, I'm googling this name, Randolph Lucius Page, and then and you know Wikipedia and all that stuff, and I'm able to while we're sitting there trace it back three more generations to man page mm-hmm. from the, from the plantation. So I was able to find that information, which is so fascinating to me. And, uh, so Catherine was probably a slave. She was a mulatto slave, according to, Ka- uh, to Karen. Mm-hmm. And he bought her freedom. He bought her freedom. And the, she has the census, the, the, his freedom and his two, and the two children that she had, he bought their freedom. So the two children were, um, uh, uh, RGL Page and uh, Thomas Page, his brother. And uh, and then, um, this is where I get a little bit confused, but the boys end up going to Boston. Mm-hmm. and I were uh, talking
0: about that yesterday. Yeah, yeah, and the
1: boys go to Boston, and then he's like, you know, and he, that's where he studies, and he becomes a lawyer, and he comes back. Um, but this is the interesting thing. When I found out who he was, mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many things in my life suddenly made sense. Mm-hmm. And, when, and that's when I understood, like, we are our genetic makeup. Like, if somebody did something really intensely, that memory is, goes into the genes and comes through us. And and lands in certain people and not in others mm-hmm. but there are certain traits that we end up having and you think oh i'm just being me but yeah. no you're being your great grandfather yeah. you know
0: <laughs> cuz i know you um, um uncle duke was a musician
1: he was a musician yeah. and he did he he played like you know jazz and blues I got a feeling it was mostly like a jazz orient but I I don't know but when mm. I was in my 20s I heard this music from the 20s and 30s. Yeah. And I didn't grow up with it. My right. mother didn't play it. But when I heard it, I heard a performance of it, I was like I have to sing that.
0: Yeah.
1: And so I spent my life Singing. I mean, I've done a lot of things, but one of the things I've done is I've had bands and I've sung music from the twenties, thirties, forties, and I just That's knew how so to crazy. do it. Yeah, I just knew. I and I always got fabulous musicians who knew how to play, and they taught me how to be even better at it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then I find out that this is the music he played his whole life. Yep. And when I and when I got that picture from your dad of him on the piano with yes. his hand in the air and the micro, that could have been one of my piano players. I mm-hmm. mean, it was just like he and I would have just. It would have been amazing.
0: And you you sent me um a record that you found.
1: That's right. And
0: I told you the first thing that I I recognized the voice. Is yes. the thing is like he sounds like my Uncle My Uncle Big Red, who you met yesterday, Gwendale.
1: Uh huh. That's
0: Uncle Big Red. Uh-huh. He's a big red man, so hence the name. Uh-huh. Um <laughs> uh-huh. And so, um, that I thought that was so crazy. Like he he sounded just like him and my uncle baby and uh-huh. like they, they we get together um from for years. Like that's what they do. Like we get together on a Friday night, they get around like um they get the brown liquor flowing they uh-huh. we got a cookout going and they start singing we're and of oh, course us as kids we're like oh, wow. here they go uh-huh.
1: but it was still
0: like oh it was God. a sweet it was like a sweet memory that i never that i've never met before oh, and yeah. it was it sounded just like them uh-huh. so i know like this is real this is
1: oh that record yeah. is very real it was he recorded it when he was about 22 years old on a label called jukebox and he was the last person on it was just a small little label this guy put together and mm-hmm. he was apparently one of the last people to record on it mm. and then that guy who started that my 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 stepbrother is loving all of this mm-hmm. because he found me not through any kind of ancestry. I mean, he did some real gumshoe, feet-on-the-floor research, yeah. calling people and all that stuff. So he was like, the minute I started telling you, he was like, got to find out about this. And he went online, and he started like researching everything, and he found out about this jukebox label. And the guy who started that label... um, also, and let that label go and started another one. I can't remember the name of it, but it was a big one now. It, he started one of the big labels. Mm-hmm. But this was his first little effort at at producing records And Duke. Now, the other good thing about it, there's a compilation that somebody put together in the 80s, the 70s, and it's a compilation of, of singles from this very early time. in, mm-hmm. in And uh, and Duke is on that compilation. Oh, wow. As well as Muddy Waters, John Lee Hooker lighten hopkins are all included on this i've heard
0: of muddy waters
1: yeah well john lee, Hop- john <laughs> lee hooker you gotta know about him and uh and lighten hopkins these are real uh giants in the field and there's duke uh, you know being included along with it mm-hmm. so um you know so it's it's just been and and of course i've been posting all this on facebook and yeah. everybody my, my my friends are loving this i'm this surprised is, this is crazy like
0: we you see stuff like this happening like on tv or in a movie or something and this is like i, I know when you first um i did ancestry.com specifically because i really wanted to know where i come from aside from oh. norfolk virginia yes and you know the page family my mom is a web family and mm-hmm. um i was like oh wow you know africa i'm, I'm mostly cameroonian and um from the congo mm-hmm. and everything scandinavia and Mali and all this stuff i was like, okay that's great And so I did not know, like, that it was until, like, until you messaged me. Uh I never even went to that part of the site. Uh And I looked, and I was like, okay, I have a message from somebody. I said, oh, they have messages. Great. I was like, another thing with messages is probably spam. Uh And I look, and I see, I was like, oh, my cousin, my cousin Nicole. And she was like, your first cousin. So I was like, whoa. So, okay, if other people have done this, it tells you that you're related. Okay, so I'm going on and going. And then that's when I finally, like... I was like, okay, people are messaging me. I'm like, should I respond?
1: What's going on here?
0: And then you and I finally connected, and that's where.
1: Well, and that's another point. A couple of points on that ancestry. Mm -hmm. One is, you know, I got lucky. Mm -hmm. Because the people I found, this family I found, is amazing. Could have been different. Yeah. It Could have been like. Oh, yeah, your dad died in prison, and you look pretty. Send me your picture. Yeah, I mean, it crazy. could have been right. really creepy or right. weird, or and a friend of mine did it, and, and some second or third cousin contacted her and says, oh, I hear you have a place in New York. Can I stay there? You know? No. So, <laughs> but I can see why some people, yeah. I, I don't want to go there. I don't want to know. The other thing that happens is what happened with me. Suddenly, there's, like, who are you? Mm-hmm. Oh, hi, you're my brother. Oh, Really? And closets are, skeletons are coming out of the closet. Yeah. That's the other thing it does. You know, so I was lucky because he didn't have any other children. Mm -hmm. I'm the only child he had, but just think if he had been married for a long time, he had five kids of his own. That could have been awkward. That could have been, yeah. You know, so I got lucky on every level. Yeah. on every level and i
0: told them the difference with you and other people because other people have reached out to me and with questions and things like that that i have not responded to i said because the difference with diane is that there was a desire mm. you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. you wanted there was something there was something specific and it was genuine and it was actual desire versus mm-hmm. some people came to me with it was almost like questions that they already knew the answer to and they mm-hmm. were trying to catch somebody and something and i'm just like you know what it will just
1: Mm, We'll stay on Ancestry.
0: Yeah, it didn't feel right. Like I told him, yours was it was something. It was something right about it. You know what I'm saying? I'm so so glad you you
1: felt that. Yeah, because it really it opened the door. Mm -hmm. You know, I got suddenly get a picture from you. You know, you did respond, and you responded with a picture. And it was the first picture I saw of my father. Yeah, and uh, that's a moment. It was a that's a moment. Big moment. It's a huge moment because mm-hmm. it's like your eyes just go wide and you're drinking in this image. Mm-hmm. And uh, the image was fantastic in a bunch of different ways. First of all, he is tall. Yes, I'm tall. He was very tall, and he was well dressed mm-hmm. i love to dress well
0: i got the well dressed thing the, <laughs> the height <laughs> my mom real quick side note is i found out that i forget which place is in africa where my mom's side like i guess that was um it tells you like you know some uh, some certain family came from here a certain family came from there yeah and my mom's side very short people oh. and I, then it was one place that was like this place <laughs> i looked it up it was like this place is where the, um usually the pig are i was like you know what? Ah. Guess what I guess what I think here. I don't need to go any further.
1: And so like when I'm
0: one of the taller ones on the side of the family, you know you're like yeah. yeah right. But yeah, freakishly tall. Yes. Very well dressed. Yes. But like honestly, some of the things I've seen, like I was like, Oh my god, that coat. I really? think the first picture I sent you, he had on like a long, a long like a fabulous um, coat. Fabulous coat. Yeah, fabulous Gorgeous.
1: coat. And you can see the pants were well cut and the mm-hmm. shoes and everything. Yeah. And he has holding his hat. The other thing I noticed in that picture that really got my attention was he held a sketch pad under his arm. Oh, huh. and I'm a painter. Okay. I've been a painter most of my life. I'm like a visual artist, and I'm mm. very good at drawing and painting and stuff like that, and have made money doing it. He had a sketch pad under his arm. Yeah. The music I knew about, so um, so I knew he was you know he was at the zoo with one of his girlfriends mm-hmm. or his wife. And uh, and he was probably there to sketch the. I mean, but I would give to have some of those pictures, right? So, um, that's the other thing. I don't know if I mentioned it already. He was married five times and didn't have any and children, and we didn't
0: know. I, at the woman in the um photo, um, I talked to you about my aunt Fifi yesterday. I think she's the one who told me who he was, and I believe she was one. It was like, um, this. Thing that everybody knew that he had a wife that drowned.
1: Yes, his first and, wife.
0: Yeah, and I'm thinking they said that's what they thought it was, in the photo they were, couldn't tell me for sure. But um, we did. I didn't know from talking to anybody else that he had been married as many times as he had. We just well, thought. Most yeah, people.
1: A lot of people didn't know. But the other great thing about Ancestry, this is this. They should be paying us for this uh, podcast. But <laughs> um, but the other thing about Ancestry is they have on, they have some of the best researched information. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I could, you could just look, look at all, you go marriage certificate, all his marriage certificates come up, the original certificates.
0: I didn't know that. Yeah.
1: The, uh, his army card came up, Mm. you know, so we know he was in the army. Um, he had one arrest, a DUI. You know, that came up. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the records that you can find on people on Ancestry are remarkable. Also, too, they have a, uh, you have to pay a little extra for it, but they have a newspaper service. So if his name appeared in any newspaper, that will come up. And I found two articles. One of them was mentioned. It happened just after his wife had drowned, and mm-hmm. it talks about it. Oh, wow. And, uh, and another one is, uh, I think it was a little paper in this area, and, it j- and the family was, you know, was prominent. And so he came to town, and it talks about him coming to town, and all the pages being excited. I'll show it to you on the yeah. on our on on the on the tablet afterwards. But.
0: We have a lot, like I told you, I knew about the cemetery here, um, but and there's also like a shipyard mm. that um, the family tells me about that it's a it's a pretty big shipyard here, mm-hmm. and it was ours, mm. and somehow or another we. The story that I've been told, like it was taken from us, basically like we were kind of hoodwinked out I of heard it or something. About like. that. Yeah. yeah,
1: your aunt told me about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, it's hard. It's you know, it's typically hard for one generation to really, you know, have a, a remarkable person who really builds this up, and to sustain it over many families and generations mm-hmm. is, is, is generally difficult. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I've, and I've i tell I can tell you the one thing that I've learned from all of this is really just. I'm love, I told you yesterday, like I love a good documentary. You were telling me about some new stuff to watch. Yeah, I put in my phone, and um, I just I love now finding out about my my story and my family and different things like that. I'm always looking at somebody else's. Um, like just after all of this, like I told you, I looked up um, RGL and mm-hmm. I found out that he was one of the people who um, petitioned to get Virginia State. Uh, university which is um hbcu here um, that's in in petersburg Mm -hmm. in petersburg and um you know he he, they petitioned to say uh, to say how important it was to have it and now like this year they're recognized as the top hbcu in the united states Wow! and my school my my alma mater of norfolk state university Uh was once basically like a like an adjunct of Virginia State, uh-huh. and so that was in Petersburg, and then it was down here. It was like Norfolk College, and then became Norfolk University. So it's uh-huh. almost as if like I would not have had uh-huh. my college experience wow. if it wasn't from like my great 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 grandfather. Oh, and it was, man. yeah. It's just just those little those little revelations are just.
1: He would be your great great grandfather. Great great
0: great great grandfather. No, no
1: great great. So your father, Greenville. Yes, your your father's dad is uh, your grandfather. Right. His dad would be your great grandfather that would have been RG uh, that would have been RGL Pages' kids okay would have been the father one of his kids would have been the father of your grandfather so that so maybe you're right maybe it's great great great
0: great Listen honestly.
1: You know what? (laughs)
0: Honestly, to be to be completely honest, if they were all if we if I had seen them all at one time, if they were all still living at one time, the way my family works, they all would have just been grandpa or granddad or something like that. It's too many of us. It's too many of us. Well,
1: I'm telling you, I've learned through ancestry to sit down and go, okay, great uncle. What is the great uncle? What is I mean to learn like how it works? You know, Mm -hmm. like uh, how the history works and what the name. It's because it's like. Whoa, once you begin to like this, is and then when you look at your family tree, because I don't only have his line, I have my mother's line, yeah, you know, so there's the mother's line too, and then all the relatives that so he was married to Lillian. I think it's Lillian
0: that's the picture. Ruffin. I think is that the picture that you have? I
1: don't, I have a co- a bunch of them, yes, but, I think that's what you He's either married to Lillian Ruffin. Or Lillian Lann. Well, Lillian Ruffin has her whole family tree that we're related to, too. Yeah. You know, I mean, it gets crazy.
0: And then I I know something that you probably have not uh, been privy to yet. This is how our family works. Okay. So you have your 30 cousins, right? Yeah. And this is how this family does things. If somebody has maybe about 10 to 15 years on you, Uh Uh age-wise, that's your uncle or aunt now, and you're the niece or nephew, that's just if they're older, uh-huh. it just makes more sense because it's. I think it's almost like a respect thing because we know we're in the uh-huh. south, and so they have there has to be a title, and so like I for example, I have my aunt Gina, my uh-huh. aunt Gina, her mom is like my I believe like my grandma's sister, sister. or whatever, but t- technically she's cousin Gina, but because she's the same age as my my dad and my uh-huh. aunts, that's Aunt Gina, uh- and so it's like if somebody were to ask me like.
1: Oh, well, you're probably her second cousin. Yeah. Yeah. See, I don't even
0: yeah. I don't I've never even had the time to think. Th- that's think what about I'm it. saying. You have I'm to Aunt think Gina. about all
1: these things. Yeah. No,
0: it's Aunt Gina and that's the thing, like, with that, like if somebody were to ask me how many aunts and uncle if I aunts and uncles I have I wasn't thinking oh, 55. Yeah. You know, but I mean really I have like my dad has ten brothers and sisters, my mom has nine. That's still a lot. Yeah. Uh but that's just that's just how it is. Like you just well, hit so let's the get
1: confused. <laughs> I was about to say, if
0: you ever can get back here doing an actual like all in like all in inclusive like family get together you, then your eyes will really be like okay
1: <laughs> i'm headed
0: back to i'm headed back to the west coast
1: <laughs> it's it's a lot
0: of us it's a lot and well, so, I,
1: I'm starting to put a family tree together, which is fun. Family trees, like I was never into it, obviously because I didn't have a lot of family connections. Yeah. But since I've been <laughs> on Ancestry, well, the other thing too, <laughs> because on my mother's side, I was disconnected from all those people. Yeah. Then I got together with my brother, who we found, mm-hmm. and he's into this. So he would be on. He's retired, so he'd be online, mm-hmm. and he found that my one of my nieces, second nieces. Mm-hmm. I'm her great aunt, so it would have been my mother's sister's son's daughter, kind of like that. So she's in her 30s, had put together a family tree on my mother's side, and he found it. Oh, wow. And suddenly we had everybody, and the the place where my mom should be was kind of empty. There was just my mom, but there was no kids, no husband, no nothing. So we reached out to them. And suddenly, we were hooked up with all of them. Yeah. And we did a video, because they're in Latvia, okay? Where's that? Latvia is up by the Baltic. It's on the edge of Russia, on the left side of where Russia is. Oh, yeah, because your,
0: your mom was originally mom's from Russia. From
1: Latvia. Yeah. Latvia, not Russia. Oh, okay. Yeah, Russia tried to take over Latvia. They gave it back. Good now, there's you. everybody's worried they're going to try to do it again. But... Um, But so they're all in Latvia. But we found them from the family tree. We reached out, and my uh, one of my second cousins spoke English. So we did a video conference, a Skype conference, with all my cousins there. That's so neat. And he he interpreted for us, and that was amazing. You know, because (laughs) you you know we got stories from them about what happened during the war. This is where talking to them, I found out that when the Russians invaded Latvia which is why my mother fled yeah and never saw her family again but my, they took away my father's let my grandfather's land they sent my mother and my sister to Siberia the Russians are harsh mm. you know so i found out all about that and now i'm connected with them and i'm friends with them on facebook and they like my stuff and i like their stuff and you know so this discovery now i think when you're younger you're not that interested in it and I'm older now, so I'm really interested in it. But I think, I think this, what it's taught me, because I wasn't connected to family, so it didn't matter really, you know? Yeah. But now that I'm getting these connections that I never had in my whole life, there's a feeling in family that is unlike any other feeling. You know, you've got your friends, and sometimes friends are better than family, mm-hmm. but, but this, the connection, the psychic connection, when you discover a bloodline is profound. I totally get it now, you know, and I didn't get it before. And, uh, and that connection, if there's nothing in the way of it, misbehavior, bad, you know, upbringing, whatever, if there's nothing in the way of it, that connection is simply love. It's just, I just accept this person, you know, on a level that, uh, you know, just on, on a level that is unlike anything else. With friends, they have to, prove themselves and even with blood relatives like if you have a difficult family yeah you you know it gets in the way of that but if you can get rid of that difficulty the connection is right there with yeah. that question you know so um this is what I, uh, you know this is what i'm discovering and this is what is um one of the gifts of having come and visited here i
0: this um <laughs> this whole thing has honestly been like I've been telling my friends. <laughs> and they're super intrigued because I mean honestly they already know me. I told you yesterday I'm like very much into film and storytelling yeah. and writing scripts and things like that and yeah. they're just all like on the edge of their seats because I'm the, that's just what I do. Yeah. And so they're they're interested in it and I, I, people at work. I've been te- like I've been telling everybody if this has really been leading up uh-huh. to something great and I don't I just I honestly don't even know I have no words. Like I've never experienced anything like this. Yeah. It's well, weird in a good way. It it's is. It's weird in a good way. It's unusual. It's, it's 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 foreign to me. Uh, it's foreign to the both of us.
1: Well, the, I'm I'm surprised at how interested people are in it. Mm-hmm. You know, because I've been posting about it on my Facebook page and you know, when I, when I discovered, first discovered you guys, started writing about it on my face, and everybody was interested, every and I was kind of surprised, like, mm-hmm. this is amazing, this is so great, and I was surprised at the emotion it brought out in people, you know, and, uh, and then since I've been here, I've been posting and writing, because, you know, I'm a writer, and I'm describing the experience, and I've got the pictures, and people are, like, loving it, mm-hmm. you know, tell us more, and I'm like, really you know
0: <laughs> but i tell everybody i always tell um people that everybody has a story
1: everybody everybody does. has a
0: story and you'd be surprised that your story has an audience yeah people want to know about this and these type of things you know you never know this somebody could be in the same place that you were at the beginning yeah you know and and they might not have they might not have felt like it was something that, that was worth pursuing that they could pursue yeah they might not have felt as confident uh in what they might find and yeah. you know so that's that could be part of that excitement.
1: Well, you're right. You're absolutely right because what I've just dis- what I've discovered is that like I am always surprised that anybody's interested in anything. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And then the internet happened. Mm-hmm. And then you could think of the most, you know, women crocheting cats. <laughs> you know, and there's like you know like thousands of people who do it. Mm-hmm. And so what the internet has done is it's allowed us to find the people who like our interest in the things we're interested in but I'm always shocked that there's so many people interested. Yeah. And and so I think you're absolutely right. It's like is it's like there are people who are interested in these stories that we have. You know, and and if you're a good interviewer, you can bring it out of, <laughs> of people, you know, yeah. and 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 get it focused, but it's true. I'm, I'm I'm surprised people are really loving my posts about this. Yeah. So, um so that's and that. I can't wait
0: to make this part of it.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely.
0: So let me ask you this. I told you, um, I have to uh, um get going in just a second. Yeah, uh huh. But I did have uh, just a few follow up questions. I think the biggest one was um, what do you um, what now? You know, like I mean, of course there's still questions that need to be answered as far as the family tree and different things well, about the and- family. But as far as like you've met us, we've met you. Yeah. What what do you, what like what's going through well, your you mind know, now? Like, you what's know, next? the thing is
1: this is what happened with my brother. Like mm-hmm. when I discovered my, my brother and he discovered us and we connected and we really got along and he was like, Well, you know, you, now you've got a brother because my other family I'd never really had a great relationship with my other brothers. Now mm-hmm. I said and I said, I'm really excited to have this relationship with you, but I have to tell you, I don't know how to have these relationships because I've never had them. So, I, so you're gonna have to help me understand how to have a relationship with you. He says, "You just stay in touch and send each other Christmas cards." <laughs> you know. And I mean,
0: it's very, that's a, it's that simple, and I tell I tell all the time if you um. But I, it's
1: but it's but it's morphed into something more than that because mm. he's come to visit me. Yeah. And I've gone to visit him and his wife and, and in those visits discovered, I love you. Mm -hmm. We get along. This is great. And so that's brought us together. So there's a growing bond because we're in touch. We do communicate. I've been sending him, you know, pictures about this. He's all, he's loves it. And, uh, and you get to know each other, but it's natural. It's like, it's not forced, you know, and, and, and it's, it's like, uh, I don't know what will happen out of this. But I know I'm going to get some visits in L.A., yeah. you know, and I know yeah. I'm probably going to come back. I don't know how or when, but yeah. but I know I'm going to be in touch. And we are in touch on Facebook. This mm-hmm. is the other thing that's fantastic. Yeah. So it'll, 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 uh, it'll. Uh, Facebook
0: is the family reunion for it us.
1: Is. <laughs> it is. But, uh, but the other thing for me that it's done is it's trans, it has transformed me mm-hmm. because I've been immersed in fam- family love. Mm-hmm. You know, even, like, just even seeing it and seeing the relationship between Sylvia and Kenny and the yeah. incredible love that's there, it's, you know, coming from a background where that was kind of missing and being immersed in it, it's changed my DNA. I mean, it's I brought something out in me or it's shown me a path to a way of being with other people that is a place I want to get to, you yeah. know, in my own life. So, so it's been for me that we'll see what that brings i don't know you know we'll see what comes out of that but something has shifted and it's meant to be i feel like you know dutrell was behind some of this Yeah, like, you know like come on home girl a <laughs> <laughs> home she came yeah
0: and so we've really um we've enjoyed you we uh everybody's talking about this now i told you it's probably it's going to get on both sides i told you with us but there are like no sides of the family and so uh-huh. it's it's going to get around my dad of course is excited he's like the he's the holder of the pictures yeah which i'm so happy that you came because i'm like okay i get dad, it yeah pictures. he's yes oh my god and so i was like okay when he when i took when well, um, he
1: he i'm sorry go ahead no down. go ahead he brought the suitcase was here yes. when I got here. And we went through it. And, and before you leave, I'll quickly show you what I did find okay. in those pictures. And some of those pictures are don't have anything to do with the drill. They're just fabulous pictures. Yeah.
0: My so grandmother left them, but my grandmother passed in 2008. Um, actually, it's going be 10 years next Friday. It's crazy. Uh-huh. Um, she left them to him because uh-huh. she knew. like He has everything. He has, um, I want to say he has RGL's law degree. Did he tell you about that?
1: No, the first... I or be- your grandfather?
0: No, the I want to say it's the first. It's a. It's a. Um, he has a newspaper, an old newspaper article uh, written about them, and he has one of their law degrees as well.
1: Well, you know, if you can get your hands on it, and just snap a pic and send it yeah. to me. Yeah,
0: i definitely want to show you that. Okay, so, um, they're blowing my phone up because, okay. of course, I bu- I booked a beach day with the children uh, today of all days, uh, but. I told you yesterday, I told you I love you, but I can honestly say on behalf of the family now that we love you, you fit right in. Oh, we can't you. wait for you to come back down here. I've been trying to get to the West Coast forever. Well, so I'm definitely going to be... Yes, yeah, definitely we'll going to be visiting about you. We'll
1: how to make that happen, yeah.
0: Absolutely. Uh-huh. And so, guys, this... Um, is what are we what are we calling this again?
1: Uh, and what about you? And what
0: about you? And now we know about you. I like that. So let's just pray. Let's all say a corporate prayer that that's not taken. And um, until next time, I'm Tracy Page here with Diane Lawrence, and I'll see you for another interview.
1: Bye, everybody.